we have an hour. It has to be the best hour. That's my attitude. Is like that. It has to be best hour. You got up this morning. You did everything necessary. Prepared. Took the trip to come here. For what? You know. If this was the only hour you have. And even that is projecting because we don't know what could happen in five minutes. So I'm given one hour. How you are going to use this time now? And you're in the seat also. I'm not asking for panic, just saying <laughs> you have opportunity, no? What have you come? Is that too direct? No. Mm. I, I can I can say I I'm not the mind. Ah, you just found it out. No, no. No, okay. You you're 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 not the mind. That's already something very huge. Before we go to another sentence, this is already something huge. What is not the mind? You say, you are not the mind. And if we leave it like that, uh, many people can say, yeah, I'm not the mind, I'm not the mind. But I'm stopping here. What is not the mind in your life? In order to find out what is mind, what is not mind? What is outside of mind, apart from mind? Or we can say, you know, what is mind? Take your pick. Because I'm hearing that in one way, but I don't know if it's the way you mean. You say, you know, you're not mind. So let's look and just define again what you mean by mind. What we mean by mind. You see, I feel if we understand something really, really well, one thing, one thing, this is a great thing to understand, if we understand one thing really well, what we are speaking about, you may find that such a great peace blossoms inside your heart, and that every other question begins to dissolve in their power. If you understand one thing, and this is a great thing to start with, you say, I know I am not the mind. What is the mind? What does mind contain? What do you mean by mind? Uh, mm. Does it mean all that you see in life through the senses and thought? Everybody on board, don't just focus on yes. him now. Focus on yourself. No? Does it mean all that you perceive through the senses, the senses, through smell and taste and touch and feeling and sight? All that, you say, I am not that. And he's smiling, so he's not being cynical about it. He's not going, I'm not this. I'm no, he says, I'm not that. Senses. And then we go to, say, mind, which interprets senses and other things. So every thought, correct me. Yes, yeah? yes. Every thought, past, future, or present, every sensation that, that comes, that plays and goes. It's not what I am. 
I'm with you? Yes, yes. Okay, what else is left? Uh, my past, uh, yes, I said, no? Your past, the sense of your history as a historical person. Why is not you? What you mean by you is not you. Why? What is the difference? Why is not you? Can I include in the mind uh, the the various identity you have assumed to be you? Sometimes I was this, you know. I'm a you know campaigner for this. I'm a politician. I'm a doctor. You know, I'm this. I'm a scuba diver. I'm this this. Uh, so those identifications also included in mind, and not you. Um, I don't fully, fully could follow you there. Oh, I think we're onto something. <laughs> <laughs> when you start to block out, maybe it's some little avoidance. So I'm going to repeat also. Okay, mm. all the ideas, all the things you have called yourself all the different professions, the things you have done, mm -hmm. that has created a sort of a categorization around yourself. Is that you? No, not, not my innermost feelings. I also know. Oh, so we go innermost. Very good. Very good. So these even, the ideas you have of who you are, in all the different relationships you've had, varying kind of relationships, also, can you say, that is included in the mind or not? Y yes, with a little no, bit don't, of don't, don't let me intimidate you. <laughs> okay. okay, look, look, you know, it's not a question and answer. Get it right. Just get it to true. And anyone can ride on this um, little, uh, you know, investigation. Let's put it like this. Mm. It's not you. It's not what you are. Stop me. Insert any time you want. Tell me something that. Uh, I I don't. I don't understand what person is or identity, or I don't understand it so much. Your personal, what do you mean by personal self? <clears throat> the idea you have of who you are. Any idea you have of who you are, or who you were, or who you think you're going to become, is an idea in you that is subject to change, subject to interpretation. So. Uh, the meaning of anything is not in the thing, but in the mind of the one who is perceiving it. Can we? This is an interactive satsang, okay? Yes. So I'm not a preacher. We are just looking together, and I found that that is the most powerful thing. If something feels it's not quite true, please correct me about it. Mm. All that you perceive. None of them hold their importance for you. They come, maybe are important for a while, mesmerizing for a moment, and then somehow they move along on the stage, on the screen of consciousness, and are replaced by some other impression. And we are attracted to them, maybe, because we have a, mm, some urge for sensory enjoyment also, isn't it? And also conceptual enjoyment and identity explorations and so on. So all that movement, I'm just trying to get you right before we go any further. Yes. Is mind or not? Because after, if I'm going to take you at your word, I have to make sure we're on the same page with it, what you mean by mind. Even my present feelings, uh, 
what is arising at the moment. Uh, so what is called a fact, it means that a fact is always a fact and doesn't depend upon how I feel about it. Can we call that a fact? I'm still a little bit lost. A bit lost. Okay. Lost also is a sensation that will pass also. Something here is not lost that says there's a sense of feeling lost at the moment. If you understand that, you're still here. If you are here to say, I, I feel lost or I am lost, I am lost at the moment, which means uh, I am not able to to um, to resonate with what you are saying. Okay, so I am saying, listen, look how great it is. Even if you can't, for a moment, yes. something is here that's saying, okay. So listening, understanding, also is of the mind, and also is not stable. Yes. So there must be something, you know, evidently, that is even able to say, I'm not present at the moment. So something must be present to say, I'm not present, to witness. And what you're calling that which is not present is just a feeling you have about yourself. Yes. No? Yeah. But something deeper down is saying, yes, I'm lost at the moment, which means I'm not able to follow at the moment. But is there any diminishing of who you are who say that? I have a feeling, am I speaking too fast? Because it's it's very important that we're not moving too fast. Because sometimes in the mind we go, no, 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 no. And so, been there, no, no, done that, got it. But I've seen that that's not true at the place of truth. So I'm, I'd rather we take a little time, get one thing right today. Yes. You know, and it's going to be a buffet for everybody. <laughs> because I feel the point we are speaking should be relatable to everyone. We are not just dealing with a domestic situation. So even this, you say, I, I'm not able to follow. A very common experience. No? Sometimes I'm not able to follow. You may even say, it's as though something doesn't want to follow. Sometimes it's that. Sometimes something goes, mm-mm. Like this also, even this you would be aware of. I'm putting a tremendous importance on that which is aware of pleasant or unpleasant, of the sense of being found or lost. So I'm not able to follow at the moment. Does those words pertain to you who are witnessing? Completely irrelevant to me. Yeah, very good. So let's say that's also part of mind. Yes, Baba. Because I'm not teaching. I don't ask anybody to come with notebook. I'm the only one who have notebook <laughs> here. And on my notebook, I put the time I came in, 10, 12, the time I intend to finish, maximum 11.15, one hour, little bit. That's my notebook. So nobody's asked, listen, you know, oh, what you're, you're making note of this. Not making note of it, but that it resonates with you. It's more important that what you are experiencing as we speak is not a pile of information, but a quality of seeing and understanding. 
Yes. Because if you really, really learn something or grasp something, you don't have to remember it. It's true. Yes. If you've really sort of understood something deeply, it doesn't become a technique. It becomes a spot, a part of your intuitive functioning. So when it is needed, it will come up. It will come up. You don't have to go looking. No notebook. <laughs> How is it if you could totally empty yourself of anything, anything that you keep in your pocket, in the pocket of your mind, that you think you need? You need to be here. I need to. Well, I need to have a spiritual background. I need to, no, and just be empty, 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 empty of everything. Would anybody dare to try? And we want to see if, if you are totally, totally empty of everything, if you turn out to be a fool. If we could, well, by empty, I don't mean to take, I'm not mean like that, turn you upside down and shake your thoughts out your mouth. I don't mean like that. I mean to totally disregard and disengage from the need to, for the next or the other thing for a moment. Is it possible to do it? Yes. Yeah, and how long it will take. All you have, everything you have consciously accumulated or subconsciously accumulated, we don't have to itemize. Just with one intention, like, I won't include them right now. Leave them aside for a moment. Yes. You can do it? Yes. Okay. So I am only interested in conversing with what's left, if we need conversation. So in that space of, let's say, of beingness, is there anyone who is not this place, who has vanished with all the contents of the mind and memory by leaving, say, okay, not as you go over there and make a bonfire of your memories. Say, no, just disregard for a moment, even for a moment, even for a few moments. You know? And what remain, don't put word to it. Just remain as what remain for a moment. And perhaps hear me in that. First, I may ask you something. Uh, if you genuinely are on board, and I don't think it's that difficult to do, a change in perspective, a change in attention, and are you present or absent? Or even, even beyond present and absent? You don't know what that is. Empty. Empty. Is there any value in emptiness? Is emptiness a state of waiting? Please, you're here, you know. I mean, yeah? Is it a state of waiting, you see? This morning I made one contemplation. 
you hear about the sky or you look at the sky, you look at the sky in a sense of its infiniteness. Where does it end? If you could go in one direction for a hundred years, a thousand, can you come to the end of what is here? Has anybody done it to know? Is there an end to the direction you can go? This is of the physical universe. Okay? There's a sense in us, without having to go to measure it, that it is immeasurable, isn't it? Yeah. We don't need astronaut to tell you that. And that uh, it's limitless, unbound, and at the same time, there's a stillness to it, just in awe of this, aware of it. But it includes, even though it includes clouds which are moving, birds flying, rain, storms, these are the effects of the sky, they are moving. Does the sky have to say, wait, don't look at me now, can move these things out. You can see my immensity. So it includes all of these things in their momentary here and goneness. There is, or the background of them, they are held inside some unchanging immensity. It's true or not? So it's a beautiful metaphor for awareness, what we are. Okay. What is the size of your awareness in which mind can flow like clouds, thoughts, feelings, memories, including your identity as a person also, is a big cloud nobody recognizes, also is there changing and going as along. Okay? And yet, like the sky above, the external view of sky, you know, this is even more immense. Where is the end? Where can you come to the end? If you were, are you an object floating inside your own awareness? The ideas we have of who we are and our intentions and so on appears in the sky of being or awareness. And they come and they seem to occupy some space because there's some interest in them. Okay? Now, the one who is interested in them also feels relatively stationary to what it is he's interested in. But look, he's also changing and going. Moment to moment, uh, hour by hour, day by day, he's changing also. The background in which even the sense of your person is perceived, is it changing? <coughs> Use the sky as a metaphor, which is a lesser thing also than where I'm painting. There is a space within you. Even that is not. Uh, let's stay with it for a moment. Hmm? So when I ask you, leave all those things for a moment, and whatever you can see through the senses or the mind. Is phenomenal. Is this of any value, what I'm sharing? Yes. Mm. I'm going to save you a lot of reading, a lot of studying, a lot of outer pilgrimage, if you are indeed in search 
of that which was there before these ideas come, what is here, and which doesn't have days, nor evenings, nor seasons. Don't touch it. I'm going to call it the sky of pure awareness itself. Is that an image in your mind? Even if there was an image of this in your mind, this image is also perceived in some imageless perceiving. Who is not able to follow this? Did you create anything in the space I'm speaking? Then let me tell you something. All my satsangs are only to be awake to this. Not as an idea. We have to communicate basically through ideas, maybe, but something deeper. Use the ideas as a reflection, like a mirror, to reflect something that is not an object in any mirror. But our learning self, the personal sense of self, which has its own. Momentum and value. Hmm? Something holds that says, while Guruji is talking about these things, you know, I can go along with that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, self, you wait over here for a minute. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming, baby. Don't worry. I'm coming. Just I have half an hour to be with Muji. Can you wait? And you keep him. Someone has told you, you there is this cave. In this cave is the answer to all your questions, all your life. Something is waiting for there, inside there, that you are afraid of. But when you meet it, hmm, all your problems are over forever. Okay? But something doesn't fully trust. So he says, "Okay, you ready?" Say, "Okay, I'm ready." So you tie a rope around a tree, you tie it around your waist long enough, and you go in the cave. <laughs> go, go, go. Because you expect that just in case I need to retrieve or something, I can pull back, pull back, pull back, come back to the known or the seeming known. And everyone is living like this. Keep your sense of yourself, because we don't know where we are going. So in satsang, you have a chance to to test, taste. It says in the scriptures, taste and see that the Lord is good. Says, who is the Lord? So let's let's calm it down. Taste and see hmm, that the atmosphere of the Lord is good. <laughs> And what is this taste? Who can recognize this taste? Is it honey? Is it milk? Is it nutty? What is this taste of the Lord within? What it tastes like? Is it a taste of otherness? In the phenomenal universe, you'll be tasting always something. Whatever you taste is not you. You have said it. Mind. We are tasting mind. 
what is not mine. Can that be tasted? Is the word tasted the correct word? What if there was no other to combine with? No other. What remain? You may say, the sense I remain, to say, there is no other. I remain unassociated. The the intuition, I am, I exist. To say all other things are only relative. They are, they are. They came after me. I can perceive them. I is what that can perceive. The perceiving function, or the function of perceiving, is this also perceivable or not? You know right now you are conscious, isn't it? Is there something earlier than the, than the instrumental consciousness which creates mind and play? Are we going too deep? Oh, because we have not moved, actually. Have you moved? No. Okay. In my world, there is no answers for you to get. There is an answer you become. Anything you get, you will lose one day. Only what you are, genuinely, cannot be lost. How near are we to this? There must exist within us a kind of discipline an urge to honour this seeing, in the face of something which is in resistance to this seeing. You know it or not? Yes, yes. Somebody is inviting you for pizza right now, or for a walk through the forest, or I wonder what time it is. This guy, or this movement is there. But it, it's just a cloud in the immensity. Why follow this? It goes by its own. I'm not trying to stop life. You are life. And simultaneously, the observing uh, of life is also happening in you. It's like you are the movement, and yet you are not the movement. You are the movement when you identify with the movement, but when you are aware of the movement, there is a stillness. That movement is arising within a stillness. I do not talk so much, because we are right here. 
What is right here? What did it mean right here? Is it a geographical location, this right here-ness? Right now? When will it pass? Is it passing? Thoughts are passing. Sensations are passing. Temperature is passing. Feeling is also. Every feeling, maybe a feeling like I, I, I like to go and sit down now. Maybe I also come, but all come and go. Of what value is of any value to you to see this? Because when you see this, I can ask you, who are you? You started by saying something. We are sometimes saying things, but not standing with them. You say, yeah, I'm conscious. It means that nothing, if it is not arising in your heart, is true. So, finish off my um, finished words. Finish off. We have the last words. Say. <laughs> Are you shaken up? Yeah, a little bit. Yes. Is that true? No, it's not true. Why is it not true? Because it doesn't affect whatever is happening. It doesn't affect whatever is happening. What's no, happening? Um, whatever is happening is it's not a, a reading of what I truly am. Yeah. How important is this for you? Let's take a moment. We're not in a hurry. <laughs> this time, forget it. You have my total attention. Tell me from your heart what you, what you have, what have you seen or understood or recognized concerning your existence. I, I am. Is there anybody here who is not? What did it mean, I am? You are there before you even say the words, I am. It is there. Whatever you are referring to as I am is there before the words came, I am, before even the thought came. No? Uh, you're in an examination now. Um, feel a little bit uh, not so sharp or something. Not so. Yeah. Uh, a little bit hazy or something. Yeah. Does that stop you from being what you are? No. Is it okay that sometimes you don't feel sharp? As a feeling, 
Is there some feeling that cannot visit your house? Is that an indication that that is a truth? We can say that it is true that what you are feeling is what you are feeling. But it is not necessarily true that what you are feeling is truth. What is truth? Is it some sacred cluster of concepts? Or is it this, the very ground, the groundless ground from where you are able to look and say, No, because these are changing in front, and they are witnessed in me to change. And somehow from my stillness, I am aware even of my stillness. Where can I be found? And although what I am pointing at, or to and from, Everything perceived in that is like a tourist, as everything is passing in the stillness. Is there someone trying to be still in it that is also passing? Okay, so we've come that's a relatively easy thing to come to. Can it stay? And can it go? No. He says it cannot stay. It cannot stay. Why cannot stay? Because it doesn't make sense. Yes. Such things as staying or going does not pertain to this. Can you see? Can anybody see that? Is that enough? Enough for what? It's an important seeing, aha, okay. And then something like a reflex will go back to say, hey, I've been there, the satsang yesterday was really great, it was really fun. And we're in yesterday, and satsang is yesterday. And that's an idea. To what I am pointing to is an idea. And all your future, if there is one, is only ideas in this. But maybe I still don't get your attention, because the grip uh, of personhood seems so strong that your next thought is more fascinating, perhaps, even though it's momentary, will take your attention. And uh, that will that will be considered to be important or a loss of this. So, what to do in the recognition of this? I'm on your case. What to do in the recognition of this? To anyone who is genuinely in search, and who knows what this is, who knows beyond mind what this is, who first has a value. And an intention to honor this knowing, 
no, knowing that this is life and the source of life itself. Who here will pay attention to it? And ah, two thirds. It's cool. That, that it, it's actually, if it were so, two thirds. That's already incredible. Even at an unshowing count, I will see if that is true or not. I'm not anybody's headmaster. Maybe I'm a master without a head, maybe, or as you can be in your own way. But I'm going to point you now that if you have come to this rare recognition, if you come to this rare recognition, what is next? Abide in it. I don't say run away from life, leave life, oh, life, you go away. Some people, for some people, that may be their calling. We see this in places like India. People have stepped away from family life. And they go live a life of a sadhu. And that, that, that's fine if that is your calling. There may be a calling that is not coming from your mind or your projection, or you just think this is a nice way of life. It may be a deep urge, but it is not necessary to abandon family and to give up your job. Those things may come. Maybe you'll change job. Maybe something happen. But it can happen without insistence from your person. If you honor the harmony that you're discovering, no? just honor it. No? Leave life to it. And observe that life cares for life in such an, an incredible harmony. No human being can contribute to harmony to your mind and personal self. Alone. A human being is not meant to be an autonomous entity moving around in the universe. It has to link up with the essence of life, which is what we are, actually. It must somehow be one with this that I'm pointing to. And then your life becomes beautiful. If not, you're always in a journey trying to project and to pursue, to fulfill your projections, age after age, life after life, evolving, because all life and living beings are compelled beyond their wish or not to evolve, at least to change. What is the difference here, if there is a difference? Direct. Direct. Not everyone can be direct. For a while, we are very indirect. Look back on your life, will testify what this direct means. Actually, I have found the true journey of all the journeys we take, the quintessence of journeying is from here to here. That is my. I'm a simple guy. I'm not going to. I'm not a philosopher or some big scientist. Simple words. I'm going to share with you. 
that in paying attention to them, see, life is already solved. It is already perfect within itself. What plays imperfect is the idea of being a separate, autonomous ego identity, which interprets and misinterprets the basic phenomena. And this phenomena obeys the principle of God. Not one atom move independent of His will. And all are manifestations of Him. But to realize that you must come to this. I would say something else. That in the Bible, Jesus, there is a passage that Christianity uses very strongly. It says, in accordance with the scriptures, it says, Jesus says, No one comes to the Father except through me. And it's understood in a very personal way. But no one comes to the Father without coming to through this understanding of the harmony of all things and the fundamental unity of beingness and God. And for many, if not most, even in the hearing of these things, the mind is out there waiting for you. You got an appointment, let's go. Even in here he is here. And we don't ask anyone to ban that because you will not succeed. But to understand, recognize this non dual reality within you. Hold to it, be one with it, and observe the magnificence of God's grace in you. You don't even have to speak about it. Imbibe means go deeply into this singular, simple, Profound pointer. I'm not going to give you twelve steps to, but who can follow? Either In a few minutes, all this will be past, or this will never pass. Either for you, all this, whatever this moment is for you, is either a moment of time, or it becomes a moment of timelessness for you. Who will determine? Either we are servants to our minds, then master of your mind. And it is not necessary, it's going to be, and it's over like this. 
the realization can happen like this, but it must be followed by some a deep yearning to honor this. Don't try and rush out to give. Eat first. Chew, swallow, digest, assimilate, combust into spirit, and it won't be you who give. You are given. Many of you have been to satsangs in different parts of the world, different teachers, and we have moved away. Okay, next. More satsang, more books, more reading. But what in you is not next? Because next will appear, as will past. But what truly is, will not appear. Everything else appears and disappears. What I've said today, unplanned, is enough to take anyone earnest. There is a, a play within each one, a play of avoidance. It is as old as life. you want to say something? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For what we thank you? For what you thank you? You must receive to thank you. I don't know. Just thank enough. you. <laughs> it's good enough. It's good. I just opened a page, and I'm going to read something now. I don't want to take any more questions. I want to read something. It's one of my favorite books, the Rebu Gita. Okay, I'm just opened up a book. I read something. That in which there is no conception of beings, in which there is no existence of anything separate and in which there is no differentiation as the jiva, that's embodied being, not even this is there, ever abide as that itself. Is it an appropriate thing to read right now? I'm going to read it again. Okay? That in which, in which there is no conception of being, so meaning that anything 
to do with what the creation of the mind is. He is not affected by that. Okay? That in which there's no conception of beings, in which there's no existence of anything separate. So whatever is perceived appears in it and is the play of time and change. It is not at war with them. It is the manifest the manifester of them. Not separate, okay, okay. And in which there is no differentiation uh, as a jiva. Jiva means a separate being. There's no differentiation between this, that, whatever. Ever abide as that itself. But I couldn't go on the street and say something like this. People wouldn't even object. They were simply, what is this guy talking about? Call the ambulance. You have to at least be touched by something to have some. You say, "Oh, I disagree." Some, for most, we would not come to even the place of disagreement yet, or even to hear it. Maybe there is a buffer that will you will not be able to hear. Are you able to hear even this? See, that in which Brahman, absolute mean absoluteness, your own in your own inmost. That in which Brahman is a state of bliss, in which joy is a state of bliss, and in which the quality of bliss is eternal, ever abide as that itself. How? We say, well, we don't know if we reach bliss in order to abide in it. Then abide in what I show you. If you have got something, if somewhere within you a spark of something that cannot be uh, conquered by the mind has flowered inside your heart, the kiss of God. Even a blow kiss has awakened inside your heart. Would you know it? Would you even know it? Are you waiting for it? He says, abide as that. Start just how you abide as this. In in the sharing of what we we just been speaking, is there even the interest to abide in it? Whatever you feel is good for you, you pursue, isn't it? Whatever you feel, even things which are not good for you, but you want in the moment, your energy goes there, isn't it? So whatever it is that you give value to, your attention and energy will go there, isn't it? So that's the first step. If something doesn't, it's not words. Hello, I'm selling the best thing over here. No, it's saying taste and see. That the Lord is good. What is this taste? I'm going to call it a self-taste, not an ego taste. When you leave every other taste, you're in self-tasting. Have you in receiving of your self-tasting? 
then if you are pleased somehow, if something is ignited inside your heart, no one will have to encourage you to follow. You go to some place, you have some uh, uh, ice cream from Pingo Dose, and you think, oh, that was really, really nice. You know how nice it is? Yeah? You're going to go back again, isn't it? Okay. That in which there is no manifestation of things. That in which there is no manifestation of things. There is apparent manifestation is there, but in this, am I speaking on a way you can regard? In this, this what I'm speaking of is what? That in which all these movements, again take the metaphor of the sky, Hmm? Clouds and birds and the storm and tornadoes, uh, mist and everything is playing. And I still say, pay attention to the sky. You say, I can't because all I can see is the mist and the clouds and stuff. <laughs> Who can see the sky? In the sky of your own self, where sometimes there's storm, the mind storms and strong identity and tendencies and habits and all of this is blowing. Can it hide the sky of awareness? Then this sky, say, abide in this, as this. I finish off just this statement. It say what? That in which there is no manifestation of things, there is no I other, in which there is no victory or defeat. So beyond the sense of victory or defeat of success or failure. Are we on the same page? Yes. Okay. And in which there is no utterance of statements. We don't have to be making statements about it. Yeah, it's like this and it's so wonderful. No. It's not even that also. He says, ever abide as that itself. Not just in that itself, but as that itself. Are you waiting to be that? So if there's a sense of, I'm getting close, <laughs> I really am getting close, is that true to this? Again? No. It says, abide in this, as this. If that example was given as um, what I've just said was told to you, Okay. And uh, everything else feels hopeless when everything else, when every door may seem closed to you, when even the breath are on a countdown, this you might hear. For the first time in all these years of sharing Sangha with Sangha, I am finding that I'm actually meeting beings who are awake in this, as this. Not many, but enough to make all this time of speaking with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of beings worth it.
and some of them are those who mm, are about to leave this plane of form. They don't exhibit any time to waste. Uh, yeah, next month, you know, I'm going to Ibiza for six weeks. Last month I was in Ayanapa. Next year I'm doing this. I'm getting married in three years. They don't have time for that. That does not exist. And it is grace. Do you need it to come to such a place? Well, we don't know. Maybe you like to hear some nice stories and sing a bhajan and have a lovely twirl. But I'm saying, leave this for now. Find that which has come to you in this life, an invitation from the heart of being, has come directly to you. I know I find myself speaking like this. I don't know if you're used to this kind of thing. You want a bit more distance to kind of give me some time, a little bit more space. It's up to you. But it's coming like this today. Why why to speak like this? Because I know who you are. Beyond what you choose to reveal. This is why I say It is your attention and your desire that are so powerful tools inside. If you are interested in something open, it's got your attention. That's the greatest thing you can offer. And once you see this thing, if you have a yearning inside for that, that is exercising your power. In fact, that's your life manifest at the moment. What we have given importance to, what you have desired, what has caught your attention, whether true true bitter or sweet. But when you attune yourself as you are here to look and to say, actually, I need to keep more in this than to talk about it. It's not to say, I am this. It's to be this and to be with it in your own way. It's a singular contemplation. We may sit together like this. This is beautiful. But you are Transcendence is completely unique. I cannot fail for you or succeed for you. Yet everything here shines for awakening and to support that.
speak in that. You can take your thing away. This prayer, Guruji, may this mind be so opened. So yes, opened. May, may, may your mind be so open. So opened. Uh, you don't need your mind's permission, though. Yes. You are before uh, the movement of mind. Mind is not your enemy, actually. Mind comes from the same source as the sense of your person. And that source is pure. It's only when we develop kind of ego and the arrogance of being this person, pride and so on, that will in some way distort your perception. Whatever you need, you already have it in abundance. It's to make use of it. For freedom, I don't need to send you to India, or Tibet, or Bolivia, or any place. Here will do. You are already that which you are seeking. We are just not aware of it. Maybe we need more growing pains, which is also a gift of life. Step into the fire of self-discovery. This fire will not burn you. It will burn only what you are not. And some know this fire. It's beautiful. It's full of love. Offer it to God. Thank you for today. Is there anybody in here who is open to this, what I am sharing? <laughs> then blessed are you. Full blessed are you. Then we have not met in vain. Blessed are you that whatever it takes uh, to transcend the limited nuisance of personhood, uh, shine in you by the light and the power of God's grace. Be it so. 
Amen.